May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. So one of the things I do on Sunday afternoon, after coffee hour and starting to get ready for next week's service, is I take the service bulletin from this week and I put it into the archive mailbox in the office. I've been doing that since the beginning, as well as copies of the mail version of the window. Because we are living in an historic time for Trinity Church and for all of us. And someday, someone will look back and they will want to see what did we do during this time of the pandemic? What were we thinking about? What was our story? How was God working in our lives? How were we being faithful? So they won't know everything, because these are just pieces of paper, and I do submit the ones that have my little notes in it. Um, so if somebody's really doing some research, they'll be able to see what I was thinking about in the announcements and other little notations. But it's a record. It's a way to provide some kind of a record of how God was working in this community during this unusual time of isolation. Today's story from 1 Kings is a famous story about King Solomon having a dream. And in that dream, God asks him what he would like because he's the new king. And he says that he would that he wants wisdom. He wants God to give him wisdom. And God, of course, is pleased because he doesn't ask for riches um, or power, but he asks for wisdom, a listening heart. Scholars believe that the book, the, uh, the two books of Kings were written during the period when the Israelites were in exile. So way after the story of King Solomon or the reign of King Solomon. So he is a distant memory. So why would someone write a story about the old guys, about the old kings, in a time when people are in exile? Because stories are what sustain us. The idea was, when it looked like all hope was lost, the story of Solomon and his wisdom and his humility before God was offered as a way to encourage the people who were in exile. So although it looks like it's really a story about Solomon, it's actually a story about God. Because what God offers to Solomon in this story, in this dream that he has, is the listening heart, the discerning heart. The same thing that God offers to us as we feel ourselves in exile. When we get to the gospel reading today, we have a series of stories from Jesus, parables, stories that we tell to our children and sometimes dismiss as being just stories for children, particularly my favorite one, the little parable about the mustard seed. Jesus tells us that the mustard seed is the tiniest of all seeds. 
But when it's planted, it grows into the greatest of all shrubs. So there's a little touch of humor there. And if you've ever seen, if you've ever been to the Holy Land or other places where mustard grows, it really is just kind of some scrubby-looking bushes. And it's sort of everywhere. It's kind of a weed. It looks like a weed, and it spreads. What could this possibly have to do with anything other than kind of a cute story? Well, it turns out, what I've been wondering about, when Jesus tells these parables, he always says, the kingdom of God is like whatever. And then there's the rest of the story. So these parables are actually not about the things that are in them, but they're about God. They're to reveal things to us about God. It's a revelation, the same way the dream that Solomon had was a revelation from God. It wasn't information that he learned. It was, it was God revealing God's self and God's gifts. So let's try this on about the parable of the mustard seed. What if the mustard seed is Jesus? Jesus is the mustard seed. He comes into the world as the tiniest thing, right? A tiny baby born out in a dusty stable. No fanfare. Nobody really noticed except for the shepherds. St. John tells us that he's the word itself. He's God's word itself. But he comes as this tiny, tiny seed. And then that seed grows into the person of Jesus and he spreads the word. He spreads his word and he spreads God's love and he spreads a message of hope and salvation. And it spreads just like those robust mustard shrubs. It spreads everywhere. Then he tells us that it does grow maybe sort of tree-like, or at least some birds think that it's tree-like. And so they build their nest in it. They build their nest in those mustard bushes. And I think what he might be telling us is that we can build our home in him. That's where, that's the invitation. That's where our true home is. We can hang everything we have in our lives, every concern, every love, every joy, every worry, everything. Those mustard bushes, that love of God, that proliferation of the word is everywhere in the world waiting for us to make our home there, to make our nest there. So we have three stories today. We have the story about how we as Trinity Church are faring in the midst of the pandemic. We have Solomon asking God for a discerning heart. And we have Jesus saying, come and build your home in me. My love is everywhere, cast all over the world. This is the place where you can hang your hat and your heart and all of your hope. 
So these stories are in fact all about God, all about God being present in everything, in every place. In our pandemic, in the exile of the Israelites, in that mustard bush, in the flower that you see, in the love that you experience in this community. It's all God. God is present everywhere. And may that be good news for each one of us this day. Amen.